And it's mm-hmm. and it's always going to be an issue of, you know, how you feel and how long it took you to get to that weight and yeah. and, and how that weight works for you, you know, physically, mm-hmm. how your speed and how your power is affected by adding the weight. Because when the other person doesn't add the weight, they come in with the same shit they usually be coming with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you already knew what Canelo was going to be giving up, but we had no idea what Charlo was going to do. And I mean, I really think he did the best that could be expected. It just made for a really uninteresting fight to watch. Right, right. Yeah. They said, they said Bud left that shit early. He, he, he got out of there. He didn't even watch the whole thing. You, it wasn't nothing to watch. It's <laughs> crazy. That's if crazy. you're going to run it, he's going to chase you. Okay. Uh, I can leave. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, you know I mean, like the idea was that you was gonna put your shit on the track unless he was really shaking. But you're smart enough to know that wasn't gonna go your way. So I can't be mad that you didn't, you know, throw your chin out there like fuck it. I mean, Monday night game was much the same kind of thing. It was just, <laughs> I kept waiting for them to. Okay, they got it now. And then this nigga throw an interception on the goal line. This is crazy. It's shit. just it's it's, <sighs> it's it was like who wanted to lose it more. And then, yeah, because that was a winnable game. Like that wasn't. Yeah. They didn't just come out yeah. and just beat the shit out you. Like mm-hmm. that's not really what happened. If you watch the game, y'all just kept giving up opportunity to make it a game. Yeah, it to stayed it seventeen better. to three for a minute, mm-hmm. <sighs> something like that. Twenty-one to three. I don't know. Yeah, there was some some point where I thought Daniel Jones had 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 a drive together and he just threw that shit away, like Eli Manning used to do. That, yeah. that end zone decision. It's crazy, crazy. And and see and see on Stream East they did me wrong. Because last night I'm watching Stream East and I was so fucked up because I don't like to hear I don't like Peyton and Eli. I don't like have you ever listened to that podcast the the, the telecast? Nah. It, nah. it was I did I didn't think it could ever get worse, but then they put Will Farrell in the middle of that. Like it was I just don't I don't personally need that. Like, no, no. I feel like that probably works for who it works for, but it just it's not what I'm in it for. No, I I don't I don't really care about either one of them as quarterbacks or brothers. I'm not <laughs> I did it. And then they brought Will Farrell in. I'm like, what does he know about? Why am I listening to him talk about football? It's 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 the Taylor Swift of it all, man. It's too oh, much. God. It's too much. You guys are just doing too much. You're just asking. I mean, you know, and I have to be honest. You know, from the Toy Story bullshit. Oh all that yeah, shit, well, it's, yeah, it's, we should have talked about this, that. Is it for me? About that Sunday. It's nothing to talk about. It's not for me. <laughs> that wasn't for me. And I could get mad about it, but at the end yeah. of the day. I'm not even upset about it because it wasn't for me. I hope whoever it was for enjoyed it. But that's not – I'm a football fan. I've never seen Choice Story. I don't know right. nothing about that shit. So, right. No, I you know what I mean? Like that, that, wasn't, that wasn't content that was created for this customer. It was created for another customer. I hope they enjoyed it. That's all I can really say. This is Logic Over Everything. We made it here so you could make it through. Shit, I cracked on that one. That's all right. Let's do what we got to do. And I just want to say for the first time this year, niggas balling again. Mm-hmm. NBA. The NBA is back, gentlemen. Yes, sir. First game is this Thursday. Preseason game this Thursday. Right? Uh, October 5th. Back in the saddle. So, look, from you guys, um... You know, we've had we've already discussed uh, Harden and how he does, but he did skip media day. Did did that surprise either one of you? Logic, does that surprise you that Harden would skip? No. 
No, not at all. He he kind of told y'all what it was. I mean, I don't I don't see that as being anything different than what he said previously. Like he said he's not fucking with the team. He's not fucking with. <laughs> Infinite, do you have anything to add? Does that surprise you that Harden would make that selfish decision? I mean, he he thought he was going to get traded. I mean, I don't I don't know how they think they're going to get this Clippers deal done in time. You know that that type of deal usually happens. You know, like the, the trade deadline. You know, they're going to need some time to get that together. I'm sure they even taking on their side. Uh, the Clippers, I think they still got Russell Westbrook. You they know, just got... actually they just resigned Russell Westbrook. So that's go. what I was gonna add. Like, what does that even mean? That <laughs> means they could uh, get Drew Holiday. Ah, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had to stamp it. Yep, they had to stamp they it. They had so. to stamp it. Like we got yep. what we got. Like that's you know <laughs> that would be you know if you wanted to be in a position to do what it looks like they're trying to do over there in LA. You know, yeah. Drew Holiday would definitely be a different look, and so mm-hmm. if you can't get that sure. look, then you stand the look you got. Like, yeah, you, you got to care. Yeah, you take care of home base. And that's what they did. Mm-hmm. So uh, them trying, them trying to pick between Paul George and you know Kawhi. You know, that's 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 a bit murky. And right. um, I don't, I don't know if they have enough pieces that Philly's going to be interested in. You know, Daryl Morey. You know, I know they try and clean up house over there in Philly, but right. You know, there there is a little bad blood going on. You know, allegedly between Harden and, and Maury. But and like I said, I, you know, I'll put it out there. Uh, I think Paul George, or one of them guys, end up in Miami. So Miami's going to get some retribution. Uh, but you know, I, so you're saying that the I Clippers want to break up the team? Like I, I, th- I still think they got a great squad with Russell, Russell Westbrook. Like that's oh, they do. I, I think they do too. But once again, we're talking about Paul George that kind of hasn't shown up, and we're talking about Kawhi that does what he wants. And the only person that I know that's guaranteed is going to play 78 games, guaranteed is, is Russell. So Russell can't do it by himself. So are there going to be enough secondary there are pieces for Philly? Like, okay, you know, we'll we'll make this move. Mm. Mm. All right, logic because it, it confuses me here. Like they did, they went out the way. The Clippers re-signed Russell. To me, he's the scapegoat in, in L.A. He was the scapegoat at the Lakers. Like we knew what kind of teammate Russell Westbrook is. He's never been anything but aggressive, and he needs to have the ball in his hand. He's as advertised. He's the most selfish player ever. Which I actually think he was a good fit for the Wizards wow. at the time. That was that was a lot of extra sauce. You, you come you on, man. On come I, on. I, I oh, hi, the brother gives it up. He's I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't call him the most selfish player ever. That's 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 a strong take. That's a strong take. I I do remember Allen Iverson. Let's don't okay. let's don't All right. go too far. I'm just I'm just saying what he did to Durant. You know, in in Durant's eyes, it was he was a selfish teammate. I can't win with this guy. So Durant had to go away. Left that man alone. And that man alone is just, he's still that man. No matter where he's gone, he's been that man. It doesn't matter where you put Westbrook at. You know what he's given up. So, okay, but let's, let's before we even go any further, I'm uh-huh. going to shoot my man Chabelle because, you know, I fuck with Westbrook. Okay, all right. That's my guy. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you say Durant couldn't win with him and all, okay. But, I mean, you know, we give Durant a Durant lot of perspective. leeway. I was saying from his perspective. perspective. His, I understand that, but his perspective is his perspective, and his perspective—the only team he won with—is the team that had all the niggas that could win anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, that doesn't—you know—I'm what I'm saying like I haven't seen anything since that particular situation that made me believe that he's the piece 
that should be having the say so about what needs to be done to win. Like that does mm. I, I don't I think we give him a lot of leeway. I think we give him a lot of plank to walk, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. of his talent and, and his aura and all of that stuff. But if you're watching basketball, I what the fuck are you talking about? You both, but, you know, but, outside of the Golden State thing, have had the same right. level of success. Absolutely. And that's kind of what I was trying to allude to. Like, it's always Westbrook. Westbrook is the ultimate scapegoat because he puts it. Oh, he, no, he, he's, he's you know, that's why I fuck with him, because because he allows that. Like, that's that's the thing that I fuck with him the most for is that he's strong enough as an individual to allow these things to occur. And he'll, you know, scream on a reporter or some shit like that. Tell fans, you know, sit your bitch ass down. But other than that, like all this bullshit on TV and all this bullshit on the radio and all this media shit, he don't really go for that shit. And I appreciate him like that. He sounds, and you know, everything I've seen up to this point, he seems to be the type of player that I would want to be if I played. Like, fuck what y'all talking about. I'm getting paid. I'm out here coming to work every day. Like, I mean, what, are you, what are you saying? I'm selfish? I'm selfish in 78 games, but you're not selfish in 30? Like, that doesn't make sense. All right. Mm-hmm. And, and so that, that's so, the math not math. You know I get it. So now for the next layer of the conversation, I'm going to mention another point guard that doesn't seem to get nearly as much scrutiny. And to in my eyes, is just is is scared overall when it comes to the big game, when the big moment comes. Mm. You know, over and over I've seen from Westbrook, no matter how many times he was missing in the in the lake show, he was going to take that shot again. <laughs> it didn't yeah. matter. They were calling him what West Brick, all that kind of shit. He was gonna take all that shot it. again no matter what. The guy that seems the guy that seems to crumble and and fall every time rhymes with fall because it's Chris Paul. And I know how much you want to talk about this logic, so I'm gonna begin with Infinite first. Okay. <laughs> Infinite. Yeah. Does Paul improve the Warriors' title hopes at all? Well, I mean. They let go of the young gun, Jordan Poole. You know, yeah, yeah. Must get smacked silly. You know, yeah. he's an honorary <laughs> wizard. But, Damn, but that, we, wild, smack silly. that was crazy. Smack silly. That was that crazy. Was, that was crazy. But, but was I love crazy. him. But I, you know, we walk over here in D.C. and open arms. Like, but it is, it is what it is. It, you know, history doesn't change. So, um, for the, you know, it, it's going to be murky. I, you know, I mean, they're going to be playing some hybrid basketball out there. You know, I don't know how much. He's going to add to it, you know. I mean, he could be the the missing piece, but is he going to fall apart? We we seen exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen this like every year. Last and it's called two, three, it's called fall apart. Is he going to fall apart? The yes, fall apart. The, the the fall apart bread. Like you know, what I'm saying <laughs> like when he get to that, you know, that first round, that second round, you know, he's going to be ready. Mm. But but you know, maybe Kerr will cook up some. I mean, Kerr is a great coach. Maybe right. he'll cook up some. Um, Maybe maybe they get another piece in, you know, once again during the trade deadline, you know, mm-hmm. just ask more depth. But I mean, this this might be the best option for Paul to, you know, to get a chip finally, you know, because he and, won't and have to put, do. Are, are you starting him at point guard and moving? I mean, is he is he point guard in the starting I, lineup? Like I don't know, bro. I, I don't know if I messed up. I, 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 Paul is going to, have to be quiet and just take that. You know, he can still play twenty. He's he's going to be the sixth man, so he can still play twenty eight minutes a game. Um, obviously there will be some times where they run, I'm sure Paul and because you know, we all call Steph a shooting guard anyway, so it's not much for, for, for Paul, you know, for uh, Steph to move over to the two, 
you know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. they you give you get a break to play, you know, with Clay sitting on the bench. Or if uh Wiggins added you know, Wiggins is sitting on the bench, then you know, you can put them two out there at the same time. But I I think uh Paul will be relegated to the bench, but he can still get a good twenty eight, you know, twenty minute, twenty five to twenty eight minutes out of him every night. And okay. it should be uh arrested, Paul. So we'll see. Okay, so you didn't really answer whether that improves it or not. You kind of just you stayed on the fence. Yeah, there. I heard you. Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on fences. We know I'm pretty. Uh, I'm on fences. I have to see it. You know, I have to see it. Because, like I said, we don't. We haven't seen the Golden State Warriors in this. You know, in this situation before, where you got two world-renowned point guards. Uh-huh. You know, we know what the, we know what the chef does, but I, you know, I haven't seen what it looks like yet. So I'm, I, yeah, I can't give it. I just okay. think how that how that me, you know, October 31st, Halloween. <laughs> All right. So so listeners, if if you don't know who I'm asking about this next question, who I'm asking about, Chris Paul, in this conversation, if you listen to any of our other NBA ba- basketball uh discussions, you will hear Logic talk about this young man. Well, he's not so young anymore. But anyway, there are probably 50, 50 point guards in history that he puts above <laughs> this dude. So with that said, th- with that said, logic, how do you see does Chris Paul improve the Warriors' title hopes at all? I don't know. I think oh. I think Inf said perfectly, kind of how I feel about it. Uh huh. It, it's more so how he's utilized on the team. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say mm-hmm. that I'm a hundred percent in authority about what their roster looks like as constructed mm-hmm. right now. I haven't really mm-hmm. looked at it. I'm assuming that he's going to be, you know, in a six-man situation a la, what was uh Ginobili, in one of those situations exactly. where you, you know, get minutes here and there, but then we can play you down the stretch of games, you know, because of this decision-making, mm-hmm. your shot-making ability, things of that nature. Like, you know, I think that would work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're looking at Golden State, you see a team that was kind of in the middle between the past and the future, and they seem to kind of, take a step back towards the past. And so they're kind of running it back with past elements as opposed to, you know, with Jordan Peel and all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like kind of going forward and, and pushing in a different trajectory. They're kind of going backwards into like an older version, you know, of what we know them to be able to do. So mm-hmm. I feel like they'll be able to play that way. I don't, I don't think it's going to really change the way they play too much. But he's definitely going to have to be an adult and be a professional and be a part of the team in a way that he has not really been a part of a team before, which is a six-man, a a support element, more so than, you know, the heavy firepower. I really feel like it's on him. It's it's how he adapts to the role that they Mm -hmm. give him. And if Mm. they can, you know, conceptualize the right role for him to be in. But I think the dude could stay play ball i don't i don't think that's going to be the issue okay you know what and i also think he's wildly overrated and i can't stand that motherfucker but (laughs) that's besides the point i you know what i wasn't paying attention my eyes weren't open to all of chris paul right so as we're in this content space i hear from players about how chris paul was and he has this style where he likes to come in put his arm around you kind of tell you hey when i throw this way you look that way let me teach you something about the game kind of thing you know, and and people didn't necessarily know that about Kobe too. I feel like we we missed that part. Kobe Kobe was a crazy uh, educator of the game, 
he knew the game so well, he would see it in a way we don't see it, right? And I think LeBron is in that way too, hearing him talk about how the game breaks down and between the lines and all this shit. And Paul is the one that likes to choke you, get you in the chokehold and kind of tell you what to do. And I just see him in this scenario going to Draymond that first time and and trying to like sun him. But does he sure. he doesn't have a leg up with this team? Because he doesn't have a leg up with any team. That's why I say he's overrated. The whole the whole evidence of the argument that you just presented me right. was two winners <laughs> at the highest levels repeatedly. Right. And right. then Chris Paul. When Chris Paul puts his arm around your shoulder and tells you what you need to do to win, <laughs> has he won? Does that actually work? Do we know that when he puts his arm around you, if I do what he tells me to do, it's right. going to work out? Right. We don't know that. We've never known that. And you people can get mad at me, listeners. I hope that doesn't ruffle your feathers or grind your gears. But if it does, <laughs> like I don't. That's where I think the hype comes from. You get right. you get a lot of love because of the style that you play and the way that you move and the way that you play a position in a more classical way like he's a point mm-hmm. guard in the point guard sense like when me and yeah. and, and, and for talking about point guards that's how we're talking about how they're supposed to play like for real like that's right. not a shooting guard it's not a Kyrie you know Kyrie Irving that's not a nah that's a point guard right there. that's a right. pure point guard and so I think he gets a lot of love and a lot of pops for playing the position that way but mm-hmm. when it comes to yep. putting your arm over my shoulders and telling me what to do yeah I don't think I, that flies I, with Draymond especially I don't, I don't bro. I don't think it flied with the Clippers. I don't think it flied with <laughs> Oklahoma City. I don't think it flies. It I don't think that's the bird that flies for you because <laughs> that's not what the pedigree shows. All There's right. nothing that we could talk about that shows that if you come under the wing, we yeah. get what we need to get. It's just not there. And if I could see that, you're not going to tell me other players on the court don't see that. Especially four-time champion. Court, that's annoying. Yeah. yeah but four-time I mean, champions. four-time champion. No-time yeah. champion. If That, that yeah. makes both of us no-time champions. If you put your arm around me, I got to put my arm back around you. And we got to hold each other because neither one of us got shit. What are we talking about? All right. And all right, you Bills, just get all this Bills, love. Bills, help me out real quick. If says something like he's going to have to find another way to be in order to move this needle in, in Golden State, what do you think well, about he's the leader, Chris he'll Paul? Be the, he'll be the leader of the bench. He'll be, well, I think he'll be the leader of the bench, but who's on the bench on the now? Listen, Do we even know? Who, who gotta I? be he still gotta be in the starter unit because the way Golden State is constructed, they always right. have majority of the time have two ball handlers on the floor. Jordan Poole, Curry, two ball handlers on the floor. Right. Clay can't handle. At least in the beginning, what ain't did Dre like hurt an ankle or something already? Yeah, yeah, he did tweak it. Yep. So he might start off starting, but he said something at media day that you know, makes sense. He said, "Shit, I played. I came off the bench in the Olympics. Um, as long as we winning, so it looked like he don't got a problem with it. Okay. And like, and said, you. I mean, like, uh, uh, logic said, you in a, you come into a situation where we all did more than you already. So mm. fall back, listen to the winners. <laughs> That's all you got to do. And if you can <laughs> do that." Then that expands the window of opportunity for everybody. If you come you in a situation that. You, you, like Bill just that. said, you do that, then we got something cooking. We could cook with and, that. But don't come in like putting your arms over niggas. You extend your career because if niggas see yeah. that you doing your yeah. thing off the bench, then yeah, you, you can do, do that for another three, four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
So yeah, it's and if you throw a ring on there, it's crazy. Everything about Chris ring Paul's on career it, you, changes. If you put a ring you, on it, you put a ring on there, it, it's, you was already better than T-Mac. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, At listeners, least we know listeners. somebody you think he's better than, yeah. I, I apologize to listeners. I'm kind of consistent. <laughs> Nigga, wow. Just to see sometimes rub people the wrong way, but at the end of the day, you tell me why Tracy McGrady is a Hall of Famer. Anybody <laughs> tell me why. That's all I'll say. I'll leave it right there. I'll leave it right there. I'll put a pen right it's in the middle of it. I right, look, it's look. Not, well, let's get the business. About it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because Bill's I'm is sorry, here. I'm Bill's sorry. Is here. I'm not my trying brother, to blow up the conversation. My brother, I never, I never got to give you publicly your, 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 your uh, flowers for calling that Drew Holiday. Uh, decision right after we heard that that uh, that Giannis and Pula would be boys. together. I'm like, yo, you tell text the boys, me. Drew going to Boston. Drew going to that's Boston. That's crazy. That yo. is fucking crazy. He said it. Immediately. I fuck with Boston front office. I, that's 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 a stellar move on their part. That's a stellar move. Mm-hmm. You got to kind of clap for them niggas. I can't right. stand them niggas, but that's that's exactly what you would need to do if you was gonna give up Marcus Smart. If well, that's shit. what you were gonna do. You that's the way yeah, to go. But, it it it, it could have went bad. Why so? What you mean? It could have went bad because they it, somebody because I I the L A was in there too, you know. Oh, of course. And of if the course. Lakers would have snatched them up, then they would have been looking. They would have been down bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Another move that went under the radar is Cam Thomas got went to uh, West Ham. Uh, Cam campaign went to Milwaukee. Oh my what? God! What? What? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's if, a rap. I don't know if y'all can It's a rap. It's a rap. It's a rap. They just giving it to him now. They just want to give it to the bus. Me and Bill were talking about this the other day. We was like, we were yeah, exactly. we talking about like, where he going to end up at. Bruh, that's and, it. And, and, and I'm going to say this. I know everybody don't believe this, but all those moves was a fuck Miami campaign. Mm. All those moves. That's how I knew Drew was going to Boston okay. in the beginning. I said, in my mind, I'm like, all right, he did this for two reasons. Either he gives a fuck for real or he just... And it ain't fuck Miami because they had the worst relationship. It's fuck Miami because they did enough to tell to make Dame say, I want out. You know what I mean? Not because of how niggas been hooping or nothing. It's because, damn, I'm doing it the way I wanted to do it. Y'all motherfuckers, you know, because it came out that Bam was talking to him on the phone every day. Like, yo, I think you need to come over here. I need to come over here. So when that shit happened, and the nigga really was like, yo, I'm out of here. Y'all want to go to Miami. Right. Cronin, Cronin ain't like it, and <laughs> everything else just fell into place. Like, okay, now we got, now we got. Can I um, ask you a question? Yeah, here we go. Since you know, I'm, you know where I'm at with it, those. I'm never really mm-hmm. gonna be in the it, fuck Miami camp. I don't really think it's that deep at certain levels. I think the Portland thing has some elements of fuck y'all, but that's a personal relationship between two people. I think it's really like fuck them niggas just personally. Not at no, it was you know, more like fuck Dame. It was more yeah, fuck Dame. Yeah, 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 from what I read, it seemed to me like there was discussion after Dame said he wanted to publicly go to Miami where there was a discussion about him going to Miami that occurred. I think that's where the fuck Miami shit came from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it came from that discussion. 
the way they was trying to put the package together, it didn't go the way they wanted it to go. They didn't get what they wanted to get. Of course, because the guy said he wanted this, I'm going to say, I want everything you got. And then Pat being Pat is going to say, you can't But that never shit. happened. So that, the only thing that it's, happened it's, was they called him in July and said, yo, we heard they didn't want to come over here. What y'all want to do? We got Tyler in the first pick. Never heard nothing back. Uh, Cronus said, and, and, exactly. Yeah, he never okay, Tyler in the back. first pick. Okay, and that might just be because he's a fucking ass. But a negotiation takes two. A negotiation takes two. And that's fair. And that's if, fair. If, and that's, we don't even know if he really heard it. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's And like, that's why I say the nigga, at the end of the day, even if it's fuck Miami, the nigga did the best job that he could do from Portland's standpoint to get the most back for the greatest player they've had in 20 years. That's mm, the point I, that I'm mm. making there. What I'm saying is this. If all of that is a fuck Miami move, what's up with your man here? If that yeah, a fuck that's Miami exactly move? Yo, that's exactly what is going on with Jimmy's head. Yo, yo, I just want to say the relax is gone. I saw him this morning. He got <laughs> braids and a, and a headband. He's doing his thing. He's back. He was sad. You feel me? But on reality, in all due reality, I see it different. I see, like, they was going to come into media day and they was going to get bombarded with Damian Lillard questions, right? Right, right. Cool. Probably. Not Probably. if the motherfucking leader comes and do some stupid, outrageous shit. That's and true. now all we got to talk about is this. He he, he reversed psychology, them niggas. Yeah, he, he, and he did it to a T. At first, That's I was mad. To, I don't know if y'all seen my about. post. I said, trade this gay nigga. Get him out of here. I don't give a fuck how much money it costs. I don't care how much it takes. Not only did we lose on everybody we were supposed to get this year, then the nigga come in looking like goofball. Then after I cried in the car, I came back and I was like, nah, I know why he did it. Feel me? Everybody's talking about Jimmy's emo instead of saying Miami had the weakest fucking offseason possible with links to everybody who was out there. What Jimmy did, he got on his Captain America and took all the bullets. Yep. He took the bullets for the whole organization, the whole city. About some I told bullshit, you, I told you, Joey G. I told you, and has seen the play before because you know he had Clint Porter on his team, so he <laughs> yes, know how to play. Like he's looking at it like that. The year before, the year before, look, we went to the finals. The next uh-huh. year, we got swept first round. What he did when he came back? He came back with dreads. Nobody even spoke about niggas getting swept. Back. Then took it to the finals. Now what happened? We go to the finals again. We get embarrassed. Off season. Swing and a miss, swing and a miss, swing and a miss. Three guys, right? Boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come into the media day. Nobody said a word about it to them. Only one that only one that got some word about it was Tyler Hero. He did an interview and he said, they said, yo, are you circling the game around Portland? Ah ah ah. Um Tyler Hero responded with, I'm here to play the best. And Portland's nowhere near the best. And that's how I feel about that. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the perfect thing to say. That's the that's best thing to say. So that's the only light they got. And I feel like well, that's all because of, of homeboy haircut. Feel me? Mm. Yeah. That was all because of homeboy's okay. haircut. So at the end of the day, I hate. In the beginning of the day, I hated it. But at the end of the day, it was genius. Rock the boat. Me, I feel you guys. I'm just asking. I'm nah, that shit was crazy, bro. Because that <laughs> shit was just crazy to me. And I didn't, it wasn't that's only the hair, really the nigga. Or... The nigga sat it's down and moved his shit behind his ear like my baby mother. You feel me? Like, I was like, yo, what the, yeah. I'm like, yo, what yeah. the fuck? Hey, this nigga looking like Ashton Kutchow here. I'm with like, a, with a, a, a nose no, right. that, nigga, that nigga came out looking like Roxanne right. Shantae. Oh, like, fuck out of here. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. But he ain't had no bars, Not though. Go. Roxanne had the bars, though. 
Yeah. Y'all about to say not to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, All right. Really, really. Yeah. We're, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to go forward right now because we're in. I, I prefaced this before, but the NBA has changed the rules about uh, star players and taking breaks and teams. <laughs> two players. They changed all that. But they also are allowing Ja Morant to travel and practice with his team during his suspension. This is the first time they've ever done this. Usually when you're suspended, yeah, you just got to stay away. You can't go you to the facility to. or this nothing. Is, yeah. This is the first time, and Ja Morant will miss the 25, 25 games of the season, the first 25. He's conveniently coming back uh, a week after they finish the first in-season tournament. Um, he'll be back on December 19th against New Orleans. So I, you know, they were real hopeful at uh, media day. Mm-hmm. They were saying how much, how much better the Grizzlies are going to be because they're allowing John Morant to practice with his team. Um, I don't see how that makes them better because uh, he's getting twenty five. He's getting twenty five free free practices. Essentially, he doesn't even have to play in game. I mean, that's been his. They're team. talking about gelling at, with been, the team. That's the same personnel. Only Dylan is out and Derrick Rose is in. So. No, not only Derrick Rose, uh, Marcus Smart too. No, no, no. I see what they're doing. Like, you see I, what I'm I saying? Understand. Yeah, I can understand what they're talking about. Because, yeah, I mean, Marcus Smart. Oh, yeah, I forgot they got Smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same situation like in Golden State where you got two point guards and how you're going to divvy up, you know what I'm saying? Split that time so up. Basically, it's just to take reps. So when he exactly. comes back, exactly. you know exactly, exactly. what they're yep. doing. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. So he gets, his te- he gets to take his time going yeah. into the season. His body yeah. is going to be, you know. Well rested, but he also gets that gel time with the team because they never Why usually not? let you. They let, well, <laughs> they never the let owner, you have that. Did, That's did what the suspension owner, is. Did, did the question. owner? Did the owner throw in a check to the NBA and say, "Hey, mm. no"? The owner said that this is going to be the best for the product that you're going to sell when he come back, and they said okay because yeah. at the end of the day, he's a man that walks around with an M on top of his head. He's M's. Mm-hmm. He make money. He bring money mm-hmm. to the team. So we're going to let you do whatever you need to do to bring us the money. My thing is what y'all are saying is this is the first time that anybody has publicly said that you could come to the facility and do this. To my knowledge, this is the first time they said it publicly. I'm not necessarily going to jump out the window and say it never happened before. I'm not going to say that. You could say that, but I'm not going to say that they never just told a nigga go home for a month and the nigga just went home for the month and didn't. I don't know. Because yeah, I know you're definitely not allowed to travel with the team. He can travel with the team, too. He'll be traveling but it, with But them. you could try. All right. But you could travel, though. You know, we've seen things with Ben Simmons and James Harden and all types of weird shit where situations were funky, but you, you've got your own plane. You could travel. You yep. might not could travel on the team plane. But that mm. don't mean you can't travel on the owner yeah, plane. That don't mean you can't. Yeah, yeah. 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 I got the keys to the gym. I could be in here. Like, I don't think it's going to be dudes out there with cameras like looking to see if you came in. Or not. I, I really don't think that's the case. I think we know it to be a rule in a certain way, and we haven't seen it, you know, so I obviously stated like this, but I, I would just think personally that if you're the star and you're the type of star that, you know, makes the type of money that this dude does for his team in the league, this is, this is how it goes. Okay. That's how it works. All right. So here, here's you know, here's if it's Dylan Brooks, you gotta stay your ass home. But like, this ain't Dylan Brooks. This is this is the whole enchilada. You know what I'm saying? So you know, let the that franchise. nigga practice. Right. Yeah, just a fr- not just the franchise, but he's the face of a franchise. 
that mm-hmm. needs to bring us some fucking money. Because if he not there, ain't nobody watching that shit. And, Y'all and thinking about the practice? I'm thinking about the 25 games. First. Niggas not gonna watch. It's 25 games. Niggas not gonna see. I I wanted you to get there. He's the face of that franchise. He's bringing dollars into that mm-hmm. organization. And so let's mm-hmm. talk about this new participation policy because I don't think we've broke broken this down quite. That shit is so goofy, bro. <laughs> that shit is wildly goofy. I wanted to ask you, did you hear um, Kawhi Leonard's response I, on it? I did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. he's like, he was coming from an injury. You have to know the details of the doctor. You, you People just say you're hurt and you're hurt. The, 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 the doctor lets you know long-term effects. He said, if I'm healthy enough to play, I'm going to play basketball, right? He's going to play. But at I mean, what cost? If they, he if said, there's t- no policy in the league that's going to help me play more games. That's his exact words. So he basically said, fuck y'all. Do you know if why my he doctor said, that, said no, then yeah. I'm not doing nothing. Do you know why he said that, though? And this is just my right, I don't know. Because he's the right, whole bro. Thing How you going to tell him in San Antonio? Could... The whole oh, thing in San Antonio yeah. is yeah. San Antonio had their own doctors. He went to another doctor who said a completely different thing than the San Antonio doctor said. This nigga not listening to no NBA doctors. That's what he was saying. There's nothing the league is going to do because I don't follow the league policy when it comes to doctors. I go to my doctor and my doctor tell me what to do because he's already kind of scary from the situations where, you know, league doctors are going to do everything they can do to get get you back back out there to play basketball. Go. So I understand exactly why you said that. He's everything that we've seen from San Antonio to now shows that this is a dude that don't believe the NBA doctors. I don't give a fuck what they talking about. Mm-hmm. They can say whatever they want to say. I'm going to see um, my guy. Did you hear Ty Lue back them up? Oh, Ty Lue backed him? I didn't see that. I didn't of see course. that. He said, Tyrone, Luce, Tyrone said, if our players are healthy, they're going to play. I know there's this big thing, like our guys don't like to play or whatever, but that's not true. Our guys want to play. Unfortunately, Injuries happen. So if our guys are healthy, they're going to play, and that's all we're focused on. So they shut that shit that's, down, bro. You have to. You have to because Ty Lue know the deal. Ty Lue know his stars is going to see their own doctor. What are you going to do? As the coach, you're going to say some negative shit about that? You know what I mean? Against your star players that you need to succeed? Nah, you're you you, you going to back they play and be like, these niggas is telling me they hurt, they hurt. Then like, Kawhi goes, it's a matter of if you're going to trip on somebody – a lot of my injuries last year, I stepped on somebody's foot or I ran on some ran into somebody. You gotta control what you can control. Get the treatments that you can and listen to your body. Keep moving and see what happens later. He goes on to say, I'm not a guy who's sitting down because I'm doing low management. Well, when I was with the Raptors, it was different. I was coming off an injury, and you have to know the details from the doctor. But if the league is seeing or trying to mock what I did with the Raptors, they should stop because I was injured during that whole year. But other than that, if I'm able to play, I'll play basketball. I work out every damn day in the mm-hmm. summertime to play the game. So no league policy is going to change that. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. I said this a long time exactly. ago. Like that. That's more like Adam Silver saying this shit. Yeah. Smoke and mirrors for the fans because the fans are complaining that niggas is not hooping. So if you act like there's a rule there that can prevent that, but the players found a way not to do it, then you can't put it on him. I still think this if you is look the at the rule, if young. you look at the rule, it's not even as considered as a rule that you would want if that's what you want. If your issue Nobody, is that niggas it's, is not playing it's, the it's game, a, this rule is hey, not bro, the these one that's even really going to fix. Millions and millions of dollars, right? I don't. 
And if I go with a doctor's note, my job can't do shit to me. So what the fuck makes them niggas think that they could do something to them? Niggas <laughs> with more money and a more reporting job, quote unquote. I told you, I, I told y'all niggas two, three months ago, the NBA is in the mode to sell them 180k season tickets. True, true. Bottom line, they yeah. don't give a fuck they, what you talking about. And they can't do it with the stars on the bench. So, so this is still becomes an old and young discussion because the the older guys like Kawhi, they have the experience, but the younger guys also spoke up on the on the policy. And Jalen Brown said he thought it was great. He's like, at the end of the day, they want to see the stars on the on the court, and it's important for us to play as many games as possible. Well, well he plays every fucking game anyway, I feel like. It's, yeah, I mean, and, and the rule, which I'm not doing right now, and what we probably should do, but it's kind of convoluted, yeah. is explain the rule. Are, are y'all up to date with what the rule is? Because the rule is fucking stupid. It's a stupid the, rule. That's why you have The rule was originally, I felt like, was supposed to be niggas can't rest at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that. Right? That's, That's yeah, or if some, but if, oh, but you could rest one person at a, at a time. But if if one is injured, right? Because this is a two superstar thing. Because nobody's gonna give a fuck if Evan Fournier is on the bench. <laughs> nope. You just this is only about head. the stars. So except me, except me. Yeah, I know. And <laughs> I, I, according to him, him too, he wants to leave so bad. And you guys, okay, got okay get him the fuck out. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll buy his ticket. I'll buy his ticket right now. I'll buy his ticket right now. I fly you. Nah, wherever but yeah, that's, that's go, like bro. it doesn't make any sense. So if so, if one is hurt, that means the other nigga can't rest. That's the right. underlining thing. You heard? Nah, you can't rest because he already hurt. Nigga, how the fuck you gonna fuck out of here? Like, well, I'm hurt too. This man. is the understanding. This is the understanding that I have. I did a little bit of research, listened to some different things. This is the understanding that I have, listeners. I might not be 100 percent accurate on it, so I apologize in advance. But this is kind of what I gleaned. From what I've seen, the idea goes against old ideas. They used to be old ideas for this shit already in place, like DMP, and you know, a player had to say they was injured, and then if you said you was injured, you had to be injured for a certain amount of time. Like you couldn't pick and choose injury time. Like if you was injured on Monday, you couldn't play to the next Monday, and so you had to judge that for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, do I want to miss? a whole week of games or these different games. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was really on the player and the team to kind of determine how we're going to deal with, you know, injuries and feelings like that. This new rule seems to have a lot to do with how much you get paid. You're standing in the NBA <laughs> because it only affects any player that was first team all NBA or all-star in the last three years. So it's not all players. But then they chopped and screwed that up to, you know, in between nine and ten seasons in the league. So right. if you're nine seasons up below, then there's a certain reference for that. And then if you're ten seasons and above, there's a certain reference for that. It's it's really goofy. It's not just like you got to play these games or else we're going to spank you, my nigga. Like, it's not simple. And I think a lot of fans, if they look at it, it sounds cool. It sounds like a dope thing. Yeah, they're going to make these niggas play, but not really. Not really. Mm-hmm. Like what Kawhi just said is what it really is, which is I'm gonna play when I get ready to fucking play, and that's just how that's right. gonna go. All right, and even Tyler Hero spoke up on it. That's why I said as a young, because they they saying he 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 said I think it's a great idea, and I think that playing a minimum of sixty five games is great for the league, it's great for the fans, and it's great for everybody. And that's and that's okay. coming from Tyler again. He's thirteen young guy. years old. Why wouldn't yeah, you say that? 
Like, what 13-year-old wouldn't say that? Like, that's what you kind of got to say right now. You think like, he, like, he actually don't apply a good to you person anyway. to speak up because he be wanting to play, but the motherfucker yeah. get hurt at the stupidest times every time. Right. <laughs> right. So but then at the same time, he doesn't necessarily, and I'm just coming from the media side of things, mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily get the same baggage for not playing that a mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard or Paul George get. You know what I'm saying? Like if you I mean can't Kawhi Leonard and Paul George's you can. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard's and, and Paul George's uh, injuries be shit that we can't really see as opposed yeah, to like right. Tyler Hero breaking his finger right, right in front of everybody during the game. Right. You know what I mean? Like Right. Right. And, and they have a repetitive the and they have a repetitive it's not part of the narrative. There's yeah. a narrative for Paul George. There's a narrative yeah, for exactly. There's the no narrative. I'm talking yeah, you about. know what I'm saying? Like there's no narrative. It's just like, damn, he got hurt again. That fucked us up. Like fuck. You know what I mean? Like, damn, he was just cooking and then all of a sudden, you know, we fucked his finger up, something like that. Like, fuck, we needed him out there on the court. You know he want to be out there on the court. It, 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 because the narrative's not there. This is this seems and like I a rule that's trying to combat fellas, narrative. Remember, and remember when I told you that uh, Paul George said, I'm back on my bullshit? <laughs> yeah. Remember I yeah. told you the other day he said yeah. that? I think yep. it's because maybe that mother, maybe that's the motherfucker that didn't, that didn't just want to play. You heard? Hmm. And now he's like, you know what? Well, I'm, I'm gonna show y'all niggas. We'll play seventy games. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. What other bullshit can he be talking about? Right. I mean, but it's still bullshit because if you need to make a mass statement about wanting to do your job, then I believe at any time while you're doing your job, you could then revert back to the old Paul George and not want to do your job again. So as soon as you know, shit ain't like going the way you want it to fly, right? right? Hmm. That's why you don't make statements like that. That's why you don't do that. You just show up and do your fucking job. And that's one of the things that we could say is cool about Kawhi Leonard. When yeah. Kawhi Leonard said what he said, that's why y'all feel the way y'all feel. That's why I'm, I feel the way I feel. Because I'm, I'm it's glad. based on the idea, if I want to be out there, I'm out there. And you know that with Paul George, it gets kind of spooky because we don't know what mentally you're dealing with right now. So you could be able to be out there. You're just not feeling it. But you want to do the podcast next week. So you focus on that. <laughs> and then, you know, man, like you, you're in a different space. You're in a different space. Right. So you should probably chill and just not say, I don't need to know you back on your bullshit. I need to see you back on your bullshit. If you get back right. on your bullshit, the whole league will say it for you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like ESPN will say that shit 15 times a day. If you back on your bullshit for love, you won't yeah. have to say a word. Yeah. Uh, just, just, to, just to go back on the Kawhi Leonard situation, just one more time. There's things about what he did in his stops that make this a poignant conversation. Infinite, I want to have it with you real quick. There's no... Yeah. There's no magic curtain. We can all see what the the NFL or the NBA is doing to athletes, right? Their 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 product. You know, at the end of the day, your player is a product, right? So you want that product mm-hmm. to play for you as much as possible. Now, the thing that happened in the NFL is you can say that the the veterans they kind of were the test dummies. So we knew, like now, there are rules with helmet to helmet. They're doing things to. Worry about the player's health, right? Mm-hmm. They're doing, they're trying to do things, but you still know behind closed doors, you know, needles go in knees, people play mm-hmm. hurt. I hear players take, talk about it all the time, right? So, mm-hmm. with, with Joe Kawhi, Burrow they, doing that right now, mm-hmm. ask me, speak. You, know, you know, and and I still think what Kawhi is saying is that I don't trust you, you know, the NBA doctors, I don't trust anybody that says I should be back out there on the court. I want to know the long term ramifications of my actions. 
can can we all agree that that's that's what what's going on here? Like the NBA is not going to be forthright. They're not going to tell them they're shooting players up. But I hear sure. former players like Charles Barkley and say this new generation soft. We we played hurt every night. It's eighty two game season. Sure. Get out there. So so which side? I mean, because we're both hearing it from players now. You hear Kawhi's side. You hear Charles Barkley. Who's right? What, what's what's going on? Well, I don't think it's about so much being right or wrong. It's, it's just about we're in this woke generation and it's the information is out here now. So like you know. The, the once again the inmates are running their asylum, and so you, you go out on social media, you go out on your Twitters and your IG and your Facebooks, and you know you don't need to worry about the the media. You can go mm-hmm. say what you need to say, right. and you know obviously they'll deal with the repercussions later on. Or, you know whatever happens after that after the fallout, but you know once again the inmates get to do what they want. So I mean it's a player driven league compared to any other league that we have. You know so. I don't know, but you know, one one thing I was thinking about as y'all was talking, just you know, I've always been coming up with ideas. Like now, essentially, that we have two <laughs> separate tournaments now. We basically essentially right. got an in season championship and you know an end of season championship. Right. And it's clearly that the NBA does not want to give up, which I think they need to, they need to reduce the season by twenty games. I mean, if you are a championship team, you're essentially playing a hundred to hundred two games a, a damn season. It's a right. lot of fucking games on your on your body, bro. So you gotta play them. You gotta yeah. play them. Yeah. So you gotta play them. It fucks with the numbers. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm thinking is that since we now we got two uh, tournaments now, essentially, that y'all niggas can take that break after after the after the de- December run. Let the let the players sit for a month, month and a half, mm-hmm. and come back, and then you know you can you can finish the you know the last you know forty games of the season. You know how how however that looks like. You know what I'm saying because. We saw we we saw the bubble run. Everybody was all into that shit. We, we talked about that a couple times on this podcast. Like the bubble run was amazing, right? Like we, we yeah, watched high the, level basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 watched the NCA. You know, they played what a total of, what thirty regular season games, and then they got the tournament. So mm-hmm. and we 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 say that's compelling every year. So technically, you don't need to really run about fifty games a season. But you know, NBA wants to make their you know once again wants to make the bottom line and what that's all yeah, about. That won't but... make the television contracts lucrative enough, you know. Not enough games, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Let me say who this. Says we need, say this who again. says we need 182 baseball games? <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly. and that's where I was going to go with this. And that's where mm-hmm. I was going to go with this. first things first. Whenever you hear the Charles Barkley generation talking about anything occurring yeah. to basketball in my position, I always feel like it's hatred based on the fact that Mm -hmm. those players didn't have the power to do what the fuck they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it is softer because these niggas don't have to do shit they don't want to do. A lot of the shit that you had to do, you had to do it because there was no other way for it to be done. So the same way a Charles Barkley could say that this generation of basketball is softer, Julius Irving could say that his generation of basketball was softer because back Mm -hmm. then there was even less shit. There was less teen doctors. There was less... Mm -hmm drugs to be used there was less analytics and less you know fitness centers and all of this other shit they were smoking and mm-hmm. drinking at half time <laughs> to right. what mm-hmm. to what M said i think that that is a very interesting and salient point and the idea that i see from it is if you shorten the season you'll start fucking with the numbers i was going to mm-hmm. go to the baseball reference because i think that's the most obvious comparison the reason yep. there are the amount of baseball games that there are is because that's what it is in order mm-hmm. to create the illusion or the necessity of Hall of Fame numbers and narratives and all of the comparisons that have to be done between this generation and the last generation, you need this amount of games 
to put the numbers together. If we right. start saying that guys only play 50 games now as opposed to mm-hmm. 82 then, it's going to fuck with the comparisons. It's going to mm-hmm. fuck with the numbers. It's going gonna, it's gonna to shut everything down. It's going to be yeah. harder for people to really have cognizant conversations about Wilt Chamberlain versus this other center dude who only <laughs> played 40 games and won a championship. Like, that's not – that's just weird. And I think that you're right, that it could be done. It wouldn't bother right. me personally if it right. was that done. I, I wouldn't yeah. give a fuck. But it's my money. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's the NBA mm-hmm. money. It's, as, as it's all we, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't watch 82 – we, none of us watch 82 games a year. None of I us. watch 82 games. I probably don't watch 82 games of one team. Yeah. But that's you know what I'm saying. saying? Like, I probably but watch that's, that's, yeah, I'm saying no. We, yeah, we'll watch a you know total. Yeah, you know a generative amount. But uh, yeah, yeah I don't watch all Europe, 82 sure. Knicks games. Exactly. No. Okay. No. I don't care how many years. Seventy. Yeah, I watch about yeah. seventy. Yeah, sixty-five, seventy. No, I know, you know what you mean. 70. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the idea that it's being televised, as Joey G just alluded to, of course. The the issue is the tele the the televistic, and I just made that up. Televistic nature of it, the fact that it's Robert. already paid for, the fact yep. that the time yeah. has already been paid mm-hmm. for, the commercials have already been implanted into, you know, it, it's financial at that point. At mm-hmm. this point, we have a schedule that's created. Y'all niggas need to show up for work and work the schedule. Like, that's just mm-hmm. what that is. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times these conversations start taking place, like, while the games are in play. And that's really not even the best time to have it because y'all niggas gonna play these games. If you want to have this <laughs> oh, conversation, you need, you go, you need, you need go the NFL route. You want to go the NFL route and sure, and there, there should be no NBA NBA preseason. They just want to come and, and I feel that. feet running. Yep. And I feel they that. Like I'm thinking mm-hmm. for me as a fan, and this is just me speaking for mm-hmm. myself. Logic as a fan, I would like for like this in season tournament. Mm-hmm. I would like for this in season tournament to be everybody else but the stars. Person, Ooh, let man. everybody else run. Let me see everybody else play. I'd love right. to see that. Let me like <laughs> some you, know like you know how this tournament is, is being ran, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's I know. not. It's not how we. It's not how I originally thought that. Every, like all the teams are going to show up to one building and hoop it out the whole day. That's not oh, how no, the no, tournament. No. Yeah, I thought that would have been fire, but the tournament is that basically been fire. the regular season games that they're playing counts to see if yeah, they can make it. Yeah, to the, make it to the to the final four then, or whatever you want to call it. And then the shit, knockout yeah. rounds are the quarterfinals. So the knockout rounds will consist of single elimination games, and they start on Monday, December 4th, and Tuesday, December 5th. The semifinals mm. are on the Thursday, December 7th, and then the championship uh, is on the 9th, right? December 9th, yep. yep. At least he'll look, he'll look out. Yeah, so I don't know. I feel like. It's good for basketball. This is giving motherfuckers something to turn on the TV on during important times of football. It's, yeah. it's bigger than that. That's why they're having it in Vegas. The first one, you saying people aren't betting enough during the during the regular season for basketball. Yeah. What better thing to do than bet on the in-season tournament? Exactly. The in Vegas. <laughs> in Vegas. At the sportsbooks going crazy. Sphere, right? They- they doing it in that sphere, in that new sphere, or are they doing it like what are they doing? Are they doing that? it in the sphere? That's I, you. Know, I haven't, I haven't heard that. I feel like they're doing it. At, I thought, I think, I think they're doing it at the arena out there. Uh, I thought, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know if it's T-Mobile because they got T-Mobile. They got, they got a couple. Yeah, let's take a T-Mobile. Yeah, yeah. And then you know they, they got the Thomas and Mac joint. They got the Thomas and Mac arena where they do the boxing yeah. and all of that. Yeah, shit. and that's like yeah. UNLV. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're you're not so it's more intimate. It's a smaller Mm -hmm. arena. If you can pack it up, it's gonna look like Mm -hmm. the biggest 
group of people ever. It's only like some college. Yeah, it's only like some college. Yeah, yeah. That shit gonna be fire. I can't wait to go. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that, that's that's all I have for the NBA discussion, guys. Uh, I wanted to ask an aside since Bills has joined us. Um, don't what, ask me about no motherfucking Giants, nigga. Nah, nah, we oh, ain't on right. that. I'm gonna ask, me I wanna ask you about get your to that game, I, I, Once again, once again, I have to give you your flowers again. You know, you you get half with with with. Uh, I feel like all three of y'all said the same thing about Charlo. Charlo coming yeah. up, two weight classes didn't work out for him. He, he got out. touched once and forgot how to punch because, like I said, niggas in 168 yeah, like you, hit exactly. harder. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? He got tagged up. Yep. And then the meatball got the nerve to holler at another champion. Like, bro. Yeah, Wesley went crazy on him. He was like, yo, your daddy beat you. He said, your daddy beat you this weekend. I ain't got nothing to do with you, bro. Like, I don't want to see no pause. Don't even worry about the fight. Don't about the fight. But ain't about to fight no loser, nigga. Nope. <laughs> so you got spanked by your daddy. I was like, damn. So, so I wanted to ask you, you know, because me and me and Lodger were kicking it before the start of the cast about uh, mm-hmm. about the fight, and he's like, "There's really nothing to say." You know, the fight. It ain't <laughs> pathetic. It's very pathetic. <laughs> but what do you think about Spence and Charlo? What do you think about that fight? what at one fifty four? Yeah, one fifty four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even think Spence want to fight a loser right now. You know what I mean? He wow. just lost two. <laughs> he wants his rematch. If not, he got to He's he's because look when when well, Charlo said up, he, yeah Charlo said he'll, he'll went do up, it he got, after that. They took all his belts. Mm. So if I'm at one, if I'm moving up to one fifty four, I want to go try to get one of those vacant belts. I'm not gonna try to fight a nigga who just went up there and barely threw a punch. You know what yeah, I mean? So you, I don't know how that. If we, if we go in boxing, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, um, I'm hearing, uh, Tank versus uh, one time. When is, when would that be? What December? December? Or January? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was gonna mm-hmm. say. I think I think that was the last, pretty much, for lack of a better word, big fight of the year. We of the year, yeah, it. yeah. Man, that shit's not even a big fight. Tank is gonna beat the shit out of this nigga. I, I, I watched how old was Pacquiao when I when I watched him whip his ass in Baltimore in, in Maryland. He was already yeah. like fifty, right? And knocked yeah. him out, knocked it down. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. That's just a quick little money grab. Let me get that. Boo, 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 boo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stay active. Well, I'll tell you ahead. one thing. Go ahead. Uh, Canelo better beware of 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 what's the fuck is the nigga name? Ben, whatever the, his his name is with a B. Um, Benavidez. He better watch the fuck out. Okay, he said he want to take a fight May 4th. He don't care who it is. Don't let it be him. Yeah. Yeah. They That's out of his way for a couple say. more fights. That's the shit that you say. Like, I, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> one thing about boxing is you say yeah, a lot yeah. of shit. A lot of niggas say a lot of things. I would, you know what, bro? I would, but who, who, does Canelo, who, who does Canelo have left to fight at this point? So at, it's him way. and some other dude who's, who's all right, too. But, like, okay. if I was Canelo... And I just had a 12-hour slap boxing session. I mean, a 12-round slap boxing session where yeah, I didn't yeah. even break He's ready to go leg. right now. He can fight the next exactly. week. Exactly. That's why he said mm-hmm. it. Adrenaline. Mm-hmm. I just whooped this mm-hmm. nigga ass. Bring whoever the fuck you want. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. shit like that. But, hey, man, it's been a great year for boxing, man. We're getting fights yeah. on paper. Yeah, that's the best one I've seen in the world. All right. All right, well, look. I'm not going to uh, hold y'all for any longer. <laughs> been a great cast 
Uh, thanks to Bills for joining us. Infinite, my man. And uh, Logic, my name is Joey G. This has been Logic Over Everything. It's over, and it's been everything. Thank you for joining us, folks. Listeners, 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 we did not discuss football for obvious reasons. My man <laughs> Bills was not trying to have that conversation. I understand it 100%. I wouldn't want to have it either. Y'all saw what y'all saw. It's not a whole lot to say about it. Thank y'all so much for y'all listenership. It we ain't Danny Dimes' fault. He said it's not Danny Dimes' fault. Y'all can lying. read into that with that light. <laughs> I, it sounded like cat to me, but again, you know, hurt people hurt people. So I don't know what mm. he's saying. You know, ah, he's speaking ah, out of a painful space. I might hurt somebody like, today. You know, I tell you that. You, you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> and as a Jets fan, you know I know the feeling. So yeah, I'm not even going to compound and Train. push it on top of that. Yeah, I just want to say, um, you know, condolences to Bill this week. He's, he's going through a lot with his teams, bro. Like, you know, Jimmy Buckets and it's like New York is just taking a real L like right now and uh, you know hey. out to y'all, man. Hey. we're here for you bro hey. you need, you if you want to help New York go ahead and um get you some Zach Wilson smoke that Zach Wilson hat <laughs> and like get him on your team you I, ain't putting that, I ain't putting that on him man I ain't putting that on him neither not that one mm. Well, look, at the end of the day, good. listeners, thank you so much. We appreciate you. We appreciate the listenership. You guys are mm-hmm. really enabling us to have fun and talk our shit and, you know, mm-hmm. reveal our pain to the world. So thank you. And more importantly, the preseason starts October 5th. Niggas mm-hmm. are balling. Get ready. Uh, I get, get it. Ready. Niggas balling get again. Ready. Get ready. Niggas balling again. We out. <laughs>